1: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his
2: way to the end zone. tell you what, that was a spectacular
1: play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league.
2: What a play. Off to the races. Touchdown. Oh, he's done it again.
1: Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben.
0: Live mock draft time here on Fantasy Football Today. These are always some of my favorite shows. I feel like we haven't done one of these in a long time. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. The two of us are drafting. I have the first pick. Jamie has the 11th pick. And every other contestant today is a listener. In our Facebook group, this is why you should join the Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search for Fantasy Football today. All right, so we already have completed a round. I paused the draft, and we're going to recap the first round. This is a 12-team, half PPR league, with three wide receivers and a flex. We are not drafting kickers or defenses. We are going 14 rounds, eight starters, six reserves. It is half PPR. Uh, McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Derek Henry, Travis Kelsey, five. Zeke, Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Jamie took Nick Chubb, and then Austin Eckler was the 12th pick. Jamie, any reaction? I mean, look, I see Kamara go ahead of Derrick Henry. I think that's interesting. In half PPR, I see Travis Kelsey, fifth overall, ahead of Zeke and Barkley and Jonathan Taylor, et cetera. Um, what do you think about the first round? Anything really jump out at you?
1: No, nothing really. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people may be surprised to see Zeke over Barkley. Um, and I guess in full disclosure, we say, you know, you're you're picking for that team. Um, so you made that selection. I did, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess you can explain that, but uh, I, I like it. I would take Zeke over Barkley myself. Also. Right.
0: We had a uh, one one listener who's having trouble getting in and, and was unable to join us, Adam. His name is Adam, so I just figured, hey, whatever, I'll draft for him. But actually Schrager, you can also draft for him if you want to do that. Um, we can share the team. So why did I take Zeke over Barkley? I think I think we need to see a little bit more about Barkley right now. I think uh, we gotta see some where he's at in week one and training camp and all that. Still a little bit of an unknown as we draft here on July seventh. You're listening to it on July eighth. So it just
1: feels like with both those guys in particular, and you factor in Jonathan Taylor because I think he's the one and he went right after them. Um, those are the three that people I think are going to get stuck on because I think their first four are easy and in, in in any format. I think it's going to go McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, Kamara. Okay. Yeah,
0: I, and. As a guy who said, who's at least made
1: the case for Kelsey third overall. But I'm, not, I'm not talking about Kelsey because oh. that's a different conversation. I'm okay. talking about the running back. Okay. So okay. take Kelsey out of the equation. If you want to go Kelsey or any of the receivers, that's totally a, a, a fine selection. Um, You know, if you're concerned about those three backs, because look, Barkley, as you mentioned, when you see a little bit more, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to do great in this offense like he did as a rookie when he didn't have Daniel Jones? Is Zeke, is last year Zeke a start of a fall off? or is last year Zeke just because everything around him fell apart, you know, quarterback and offensive line. And then with Taylor, he closed the season like a monster. He was an absolute star, but the quarterback is different. The offensive line is slightly different. The uh, backfield competition is different, you know, so there, there's some things to be potentially concerned about. I don't know if it's anything to run away from, but um, I just feel like for me, the way, the way I'm starting to approach it, Zeke seems like with everybody back, the safest bet. Yeah. Cause well, you know the what offense, he's capable right? of. You're betting huh? on
0: the Cowboys offense, right? That's part of it.
1: You're betting on the Cowboys offense. Now you could say I'm betting on the Colts offense, which was great for Taylor last year, but I think the Cowboys offense is better. And you say, I'm betting on Barkley to be rookie Barkley, but what if he's not? And, and, and we coming know, off an injury,
0: Dak throws to Zeke, you know, Dak throws the ball to Zeke a lot. Uh, we are resuming the draft now. Nick Chubb was Jamie's pick. Then it was Eckler and the Hoff who took Eckler. And that would be uh, Mike Hoff took Cam Akers as well. So he starts RBRB. I want to just say this about Kelsey. You've heard me at least make the case. I'm not saying I'd take Kelsey third. I'm just saying there's a case to be made. I don't feel that way in non or half PPR. For me, that is strictly a full PPR Uh, thought because I'm comparing Kelsey to these risky running backs well the big advantage that he has over them is catches you need that full point for me to even think about him I wouldn't take him fifth Uh, I would have taken Zeke I would have taken Barkley I would have taken Taylor over him if I had had that choice but he went one pick before I was before I made the pick for uh, for the Adam who was not there Uh, Jamie took Aaron Jones so you start with Nick Chubb and Aaron I mean that's just a terrific start um Let me see. I think we had an auto pick there, so I'm going to back that pick out. Um But yeah, you got to be pretty happy about that. Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones. How, what do you like better? Chubb and Jones or Eckler and Akers? Cause that's, that's the comparison here. Team with the 11th pick is Jamie. That has Chubb and Aaron Jones and the 12th pick Eckler and Cam Akers.
1: I like Chubb and, and Aaron Jones better. Um, I, I, you know, if this was full PPR, I would have taken Eckler over both. You know, I just think that he's got a little bit of a higher ceiling based on his catches. But uh, with the half PPR scoring, you know, it would not surprise me if Nick Chubb, as we've seen, um, you know, each of the last two seasons, uh, two years ago, um, more prominently because of his health, that he could challenge to be the rushing leader. And Aaron Jones, as we've seen, could be, you know, top five running back um, each of the last two seasons if Aaron Rodgers is there. Uh, Aaron Jones will be ranked higher for me, you know, so. Um, ah, that's why you took, okay, because of the Rodgers factor.
0: That's why you took Chubb over him?
1: Yes, gotcha. yes. Okay. But if this was PPR, I would have taken Jones over Chubb. Full okay. PPR.
0: Uh, we had some some interesting picks here. We had DK Metcalf go after Aaron Jones, then Stefan Diggs, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins off the board. So Metcalf doesn't use. Usually- he
1: going early. It's different. I, I like that because we see a lot of running backs in our drafts.
0: Yeah, but the question is, do you really like that? Because it is half PPR. So I'm actually on the clock for the other Adam. Schrager, we can do this pick together. We have Ezekiel Elliott. Who's on the board? I'm not going to take a tight end here. We can do Najee Harris or Calvin Ridley.
2: Let's go, Harris.
0: All right, I like that. Yeah, I mean, PPR, I'm going. uh Uh-oh, I'm going to get auto-picked. That's pretty embarrassing for the host of the show to get auto-picked. We will spend... I put 30 seconds on the clock for those of you listening at home, so it is a little bit difficult uh, to make these picks sometimes, but let's back that out. All right, we're going to go Najee Harris, and that's a good call. Full PPR, I would have gone Ridley, Schrager. What about you?
2: Agreed, yeah. Okay. Would you even consider A.J. Brown.
0: Oh, ah. okay. But, yeah, that's, that's the difference, I guess. Um, all right, so. It's, You're also it's on autopilot gonna... for your pick. Coming yeah, out. I see. Thank you. <laughs> it's a lot to do here, hosting and uh, commissionering and, and whatnot. DeAndre Swift is the next pick, ahead of Antonio Gibson, ahead of Clyde Edwards-Elair, ahead of J.K. Dobbins. What do you think about that, Jamie? DeAndre Swift.
1: I mean, he's polarizing. You know, he's going to be really good if uh, if if Jared Goff is good. Um, I like the offensive line. I obviously like what I saw from him last year. I wouldn't worry too much about Jamal Williams. I, I think you're going to see him play, but I don't think he's going to be uh, enough of a factor to take DeAndre Swift off the field in in the spots where you want him to be on the field and rushing, you know, goal line situations and um, passing down situations. He's going to have those opportunities, but just not to the level of what Swift should. But it's the touchdown potential. You know, if he's not in this – if this offense is is struggling, which could, then, you know, you could be a little concerned about how things work out for DeAndre Swift. So um, I would have taken Everett Solero over him personally, um, but – You know, you can, you can, can, it's splitting hairs with Gibson. I like Gibson slightly better.
0: All right. The next picks after that were Darren Waller, Calvin Ridley, George Kittle. So within the first 23 picks, all three of the big three tight ends are gone. Uh, I had the first pick in the draft. I took McCaffrey. And then with my swing picks, I took Antonio Gibson and Justin Jefferson. I, thank you. I was tempted to go with Dobbins. I was tempted to go Gibson and Dobbins. Edward elair was also on the board, so those were the running backs I was considering. Non-PPR, I definitely would have looked for three running backs there, assuming, well, you never know how the draft plays out, who was available. But half PPR, I mean, I just, I think, I think Jefferson has potential for a lot more catches than he had last year. I heard someone compare him to, I think it might have been Heath, to A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf that they're, Big yards per ca- yards per catch guys, not necessarily high catch guys. Who do you think leads that trio in receptions? Jefferson.
1: Jefferson. Absolutely, Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. New picks: uh, Michael Thomas, C.E.H. A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen. So how about this wide receiver value here?
1: <laughs> I mean, this is what we expect. You know, this is why we you know don't necessarily run away from or tell people to run away from going running back running back because look at the receivers that you're still getting in round three. You know, so you still have. Um, You know, guys that are uh, just going off the board now, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, like you said, uh, Terry McLaurin, um, guys that are still available. Did I make a mistake here?
0: I went with, so for Team 6 that I'm drafting for with Zeke and Najee Harris that Ben and I picked, Ben, I went with McLaurin over Dobbins. What, What do you think I should have done there?
2: I'm fine with McLaurin there. We could use our first wide receiver right there.
0: Jamie, would you have gone McLaurin and gotten your first receiver, or would you have gone three running backs to start your draft with? Zeke? Well, first,
1: it's it's a little surprising that you didn't consult your co-manager and make um, <laughs> not so enough that's, time. That's, that's about right. That's uh that's par for the course. Um, I would have probably gone with McLaurin also, but you know, Dobbins is 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 interesting. You know, I, I like both these guys a lot. I think they're both you know high end players that have a chance to be special. Um, but. I think, as I've said, you know, and I'm a pro Dobbins guy. His ceiling is capped unless he scores, you know, 15 touchdowns, um, you know, because of what he'll do in the passing game. You know, I read another thing today. It was on, I think, uh, NFL.com. They were doing uh, breakout players in the AFC and for each team. And oh, Dobbins I think that was The was
0: Athletic? The, or that, I read it in The Athletic. They're the same, um, they had the same you know, feature, I, but okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're going to see a lot this time of year. So, <laughs> you know, and he's the easy choice because he's got the most upside based on how he finished last season and what – his Potential could be so. Um, I think he's he's uh he's, he's a star, but he's he's a top 15 running back kind of star, not a top five running back kind of star. Mm-hmm. Whereas McLaurin, you know how I feel about him, I think he could be a top five wide receiver. So, um, you know, I think his ceiling's better for what you need. Yeah,
0: that's an interesting take. Going to take a pause after round three here and kind of catch up. And come on, Rodrigo, make that pick. I know he's there. Oh, he made the pick. Okay, good. Rodrigo, by the way, is picking 10th just before Jamie. Rodrigo, this is not why he got in the draft. I went to college with his brother. Very cool. Cool guy. Um, great story. Patrick Mahomes to J.B. 35th overall. First QB off the board. He took him. Well, all right, so you'll, you'll explain why you took him here uh, as you're just seeing kind of the end of a tier at running back and wide receiver, I guess, and none of the big three tight ends are available. And we will wait for Mike Hoff to make the there it is. He made the pick. It's Amari Cooper, 36th overall. All right. So we're gonna just take a little break from the draft here and uh, review it. Catch everybody up. I know we're going really quickly here, but I want to get as much as we can done on the air. I also want to remind everybody to please nominate us on podcastawards.com. Just go to I put the link, I'll put the link in the episode description, but go to podcastawards.com. And you can nominate us. Now, more importantly, our fourth annual draft-a-thon supporting St. Jude is going to be on September 1st. Last year, we auctioned off fantasy football experiences like Zoom calls with our experts, custom smack talk videos, uh, playing in a league with our experts, and guest appearances on the podcast. So what do you want to see offered? We've had some emails. We've had some great ideas. What do you want to see offered this year to incentivize donations to St. Jude? Leave your ideas on this YouTube video. You can tweet at us or you can send us an email at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Fantasyfootball at CBSI.com. All right. So let's take a look at the first three rounds here. And uh, we'll just round one again was McCaffrey, Cook, Camara, Henry, Kelsey, Zeke, Barkley, Taylor, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler. That would be nine running backs, two wide receivers, and Travis Kelsey. Round two was Akers, Aaron Jones, Metcalf, Diggs, Mixon, Hopkins, Najee Harris, a little bit of a surprise with DeAndre Swift, Darren Waller, Calvin Ridley, George Kittle. Now, what do you think about that, Ridley um, in between Waller and Kittle? Would you take Ridley ahead of those guys?
1: I would. Um, I I think, you know, for, for me, the way I have it ranked and the way that I view it, I think Waller and Kill are early third-round picks as opposed to second-round picks. Um, they're they're amazing, obviously, and it comes down to, you know, how you feel about getting one of those elite-tier tight ends. But, you know, I, I would prefer, personally, a guy who could be a top three, top five wide receiver, um, and Ridley is that guy. Antonio Gibson
0: was the last pick of <coughs> round three, Around round two. The first pick of round three was Justin Jefferson, then Michael Thomas.
1: Feels like stealing at that point, doesn't it? Who? Jefferson, a little
0: bit. I hope so. I, I think he should definitely go before Waller and Kittle. So those are Me probably talk. the two picks. Nope. I don't know that there's anyone and Swift. I'd take him ahead of Swift. Um, Michael Thomas, Clyde Edwards Zilair, AJ Brown. Yeah, I, I think it's a question if you should take Jefferson or AJ Brown in half
1: PPR. Who would you go with? Um I would go with Jefferson.
0: Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. And if you stop right there at McLaurin, I wonder if that is the end of a tier for you, Jamie, with Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, and Amari Cooper being the next three wide receivers. Okay, so McLaurin right there um, with Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown. And then after that, it was Dobbins. And then if I wonder if that is the end of a tier, Dobbins, after that, we have Chris Carson off the board. And that's why you took Mahomes, right?
1: Well, the way that I viewed it was um, my next receiver would have been Amari Cooper. And so after that, it's C.D. Lamb and Robert Woods. I doubt, or doubted, and it could still happen, that Mike cough was going to take both Cooper and Lamb. And so he could have taken Mahomes and one of those guys. So I figured, let me take Mahomes, um, and I'll just take the Cowboys receiver that's left over. And and I've said this before that if Amari Cooper's ankle injury lingers into training camp, um, C.D. Lamb will be the highest-rated Cowboys, highest-ranked Cowboys receiver for me. I actually did that in the fishbowl. I took CD lamb over Mark Cooper because we're drafting in July and not knowing what the status of Cooper will be. Um, I have those guys ranked so close that it was just an easy decision for that league.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, look at reading the chat room right now, Evan B, his wife just had a baby. Congrats. That's awesome. And Tony R wife just had a son. Congrats! Wow. All right, what an awesome chat room we've got here. Okay, we're gonna
1: resume the draft we here. We should have had them on the Tuesday night, um, on the Tuesday night live show with uh, Nando's daughter,
0: <laughs> crying the whole time. <laughs> but you know, you know what is interesting here about looking at these tiers, and if if McLaurin and Dobbins, obviously we don't know the way it's gonna get drafted, but if McLaurin and Dobbins are the end of a tier in this draft, and that's thirty one picks. So I think that would be the seventh, the team, team seven, basically, at the very end of that tier. Team eight had Allen Robinson. Team nine Carson. Team ten Cup. Team eleven Mahomes. Team twelve Cooper. Maybe that is an argument to have a top seven pick. Uh, you know, assuming the three tight ends are off the board, no quarterbacks. Now that's the thing in your league, you might have a quarterback in there, or maybe two, or who knows. It might push some of those running backs and wide receivers down a little bit. But this is an interesting spot, middle of round three. Is when you might start feeling a little yucky about your picks and going, "Gosh, like, I have to take Amari Cooper, I have to take Robert Woods here, I have to take Chris Carson, David Montgomery." You might not feel right, right, but, great but about it.
1: Th- this is our version of what the tiers, you know, should be. Not necessarily what a lot of people's. Yeah, sure. that's true. You know, some people might have Mike Evans higher, my you know, Chris Godwin higher, uh, Julio Jones still higher. You know what I mean?
0: All right, and David Montgomery is the first pick of round four. And Jamie is on the clock and he takes CD lamb. Here we go. I was thinking about Cooper versus lamb today and I Cooper's never had a 1200 yard season. He's really good. He's never had more than eight touchdowns and he's hurt. As you mentioned,
1: does it just feel like lamb has
0: more upside? Is that what it comes down to?
1: I think so. You know, uh, he, you know, if if you feel that way, like I said, they're they're so close for me. Um, I I don't have a problem if somebody wants to make the case that Lamb is better, and ADP right now is showing us that Lamb is better. So you know, it seems like people are drafting that way. And and if this continues, you know, with his with the injury for Cooper, it's not a hard decision to take Lamb over over Cooper. But at least you know what you're getting with Cooper. You know, I mean, Lamb. You know, look, I, we had the conversation with Heath a, a, a couple weeks ago. Um, about, you know, Lamb is a bust for him, I believe. And his point was the body of work over the course of the season, you know, and, and my argument to that was obviously I'm not going to judge him without Dak Prescott. You know, for me, I'm going to judge him based on the five games that he played with with Dak. So I hope that's the guy we're getting. But, you know, it, it's a healthy Cooper, hopefully. It's a still Michael Gallup, hopefully a healthy Blake Jarwin, still Ezekiel, Alley. a lot of mouths if he in that offense. You know, so... Um, you know, we we sat here yesterday or on Monday show, um, Tuesday show, excuse me, with the NFC projections talking about how it's tough to look at the the Bucks offense right with all these mouths to feed and say, well, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are maybe going too soon. Um, why aren't the Cowboys going too soon? You know, with all these mouths to feed too. Uh,
0: by the way, here's Amari Cooper. I mentioned he's never had 1,200 yards, but here's his 16 game pace in just the 30 regular season games he's played with, with Dak Prescott. And that includes week five when Prescott got hurt. His 16-game pace is 91 catches, 1,247 yards, eight touchdowns on 133 targets. It's interesting. Um, that's really good. But it's still only eight touchdowns. But 1,247 yards in 16 games would be really good. Uh, TJ Hawkinson off the board, very early. Pick 39. Then Miles Sanders off the board. I think this is a good spot for Miles Sanders. Pick I do too. You
1: know, I mean, you know, Montgomery and, and Sanders are are still very good players. Um, Montgomery a little bit better than Sanders in my opinion, um, given the setup. But they also, you can see the bust factor for both those guys. You know, Sanders, they just seem to not have faith in him. You know, drafting Kenneth Gainwell, bringing hold, in... Hold on one Carrion. second. I'm,
0: I'm sorry to interrupt you. We'll get back to that. Schrager, let's make a pick here. <laughs> Uh we
2: the pick you already made.
0: Zeke. No, I didn't make it. Zeke, Najee Harris, Terry McLaurin on our team right now. Half PPR. We need to start three receivers. Looks Jamie's rankings have Robert Woods, Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, Mike Evans, or Gaskin, Jacobs, ETN, Mike Davis, or Mark Andrews, I guess. I don't really want to take Andrews or a quarterback. What do you think?
2: I like Woods there. Woods? All right. I think he's solid enough wide receiver.
0: Get about a hundred rushing yards a year from Robert Woods as well. So we'll take Robert Woods. All right, I'm sorry. You were saying. Do you do you really believe, though, that the backups on Philadelphia are actually threats to, to Miles Sanders?
1: I don't think that they're threats to him being the lead guy. I think they're threats to him being the workhorse, you know, being a workhorse. You know, I, I wonder if they're going to use Gainwell in a pass catching role, if they're going to use Carry on or Jordan Howard in in some sort of role. Boston Scott, I feel like is going to still play. Um, you know, I don't think everybody's making the team, so we'll see how that all works out. But, um, for the most part, I think there's going to have, they're going to have roles for other guys. And so, you know, with what Sanders did in the three games with Jalen Hurts, I think it's encouraging. But, you know, again, when you take a step back from it, it was one big run, um, you know, kind of the same type of player that he was with with Wentz there. But the offensive line should be healthy and a little bit better. So, uh, again, I, I, think it's just a matter of value. You know, if you're taking these guys in the third round, because, oh my God, I have to have a running back. If I didn't take one, in my first two picks, then maybe you're panicking a little bit, you know, or if you feel like I, I, I need a second running back because I went running back receiver. feels like a little bit of a panic, you know, but round four, I think is perfect for, for a guy like Miles Sanders.
0: Jamie, what do you think about this wide receiver run of Julio Jones, DJ Moore, Robert Woods?
1: It's about the right spot for these guys. You know, Woods, I think, is kind of a steal. I think you guys made a great pick for uh the team you're drafting for here. Um, because I would like I said, I would have considered Woods at the start of the turn, um, where I took CeeDee Lamb. So I think uh I think you know, just getting him to start this was amazing. But more is gonna be interesting because, you know, is he gonna be the lead guy? Or is Robbie Anderson going to be the lead guy who's going to absorb most of the targets from Curtis Samuel? Uh, who's going to step into more of an inside role? Uh, you know, where does Terrence Marshall light up? You know, so I, I think it's um, it's a fun pick. You know, DJ Moore could could be um, you know a guy that challenges to lead the league in receptions if they gets enough targets. He's that good. You know, he could be this year's Stephon Diggs.
0: All right. So round uh, round four so far is Montgomery, Lamb, Hawkinson. Sanders, Julio, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, ETN, Chris Godwin, Brandon Ayuk—really interesting picks. Just this is why I love doing these listener drafts. I mean, there's no way Hawkinson goes 39th. We think that's
1: too early. I mean, that's very uh, in tune to our show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe he wouldn't have gotten him at the end of round five. You know, that that was the third pick of round four, so it's third to last pick of round five. If you really love Hawkinson, that maybe that's where you have to get him. Uh, Brandon Ayuk going 46th overall was really interesting. After Chris Godwin, uh, and then Josh Jacobs goes. What do you think about Ayuk there? Is that justifiable?
1: Uh, I wouldn't have taken him over. You know, a few of the receivers are still on the board. Um, you know, Deontay Johnson, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett. You know, I, I just like those guys better. Uh, but you know, if he builds off what he did a year ago, it, it, this this 49ers offense is you know like we talked about with the NFC projections. It's so hard to figure because. You know, most of the stuff that they did last season was with backup quarterbacks. And, you know, now you have potentially two different guys coming in. <laughs> you know, it's it's Garoppolo back, and who knows how many games he starts, and then Trey Lance. Um, George Kittle, healthy. You know, that changes things. Uh, Debo Samuel, hopefully healthy. You know, so the nice thing about it is they they're going to concentrate their targets really to those three guys. You know, so you kind of have an idea of, you know, who's going to catch passes there. And really, Ayuk should be second in targets behind George Kittle. So, um, I like him, but I think this is too soon to take him.
0: I'm building a juggernaut here. <laughs> <laughs> McCaffrey, Gibson, Jefferson, Evans, Andrews. I think maybe you could say I took Evans, I took Andrews a little early at 48th overall. No, that's the right spot for him. Obviously, I'm not getting him 24 picks later. I have the no. swing pick. So, and I'm not getting Kyle Pitts either. I'm I'm assuming Kyle Pitts with uh will go in this round. And come on, Matt. Let's go. You're on the clock. I got a, got some auto picks here. I'm trying to navigate through that. But round four is in the books. Round five begins with Mike Evans. And waiting for the second pick of round five, which I might have to make for Matt. So hold on one sec. There he goes. Nope. Tyler Lockett.
1: Like it? Good? Evans Lockett. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, Lockett. Um, you know, I, I hope there's more consistent production, but you know, by the end of the season, he's going to have won you some games, and that's yeah. the thing you you know you you look for. Is he going to win you games every week? No. Is he going to be frustrating probably for two three three-week stretch? I mean, that's just kind of been his nature. But uh, as we discussed with the NFC projections, there's there's a lot to like about Tyler Lockett if the offense does change slightly or at least enough to help him, you know, take that, you know, more consistent step forward, not better yeah. step forward because he's been pretty good.
0: Hundred catches last year. Didn't see that coming. Completely changed his routes, and uh, they want to get the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands. One thing that concerns me, though, is that he did really start to, to lose some targets late in the year to DK Metcalf. Metcalf kind of emerged as the alpha. For the season, Lockett had more targets, barely, than Metcalf. We talked about that on the projection show earlier this week. All right, Schrager, you and I are up. We have got Zeke Harris, Robert Woods, and Terry McLaurin.
2: And I think there's only one running back left in this tier, which is Mike Davis.
0: God. I mean, this is the tough calls you have to make, right? Mike Davis. The next running backs would be Chase Edmonds, Kareem Hunt. So I agree with you there. We could take Kyle Pitts.
1: Could go Pitts. We could I'm take. Totally cool with that too. You know, I kind of,
0: I kind of feel like taking a quarterback. What do you think?
1: It's the value is amazing. Who do you want? Josh Allen, right here.
0: Well, all right. We still have Allen. No, see, this is we have to stay true to what we say. There, we still have like four great quarterbacks on the board, so we can gamble that one of them will be available next round, or we could start the run.
2: Let's not start the run. Let's go with. Or we can go, go with Davis.
0: Deontay Johnson.
2: Let's get our third running back. All
0: right. I don't literally like Mike Davis here, but the Straggler. <laughs> this is your team, <laughs> so it's perfectly fine. Mike Davis. We now have Zeke, Najee, Mike Davis, Robert Woods, and Terry McLaurin. I like that team. That's a safe team with a high floor and a lot of like a lot of targets, a lot of carries. Um. All right. There we go. But Josh... uh ah, here we go. All right, let's see. A little, little experiment. We'll see if uh, any of those top five or six quarterbacks would be available as Josh Allen goes as the second quarterback off the board, 55th overall. And Jamie will be up in just a few picks. And Deontay Johnson goes. Um... All right, let me remind you while we wait for Jamie and some others to make their picks that the trilogy is upon us. UFC 264, Conor McGregor is going to be facing facing Dustin Poirier on July 10th. The series is tied 1-1 with... Each fighter owning a knockout win, but there's only one place to get all your UFC 264 coverage. That is Morning Combat with Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell. The boys are going to be live in Las Vegas all week to interview fighters and preview this massive fight. So make sure you check out Morning Combat at all your UFC, for all your UFC 264 coverage by visiting youtube.com slash morning combat or on any podcast platform. Okay. Combat spelled with a K, by the way. Lamar Jack, Kyle Pitts, Lamar Jackson. You know what, Ben? I think we might have screwed up by not going uh, with the quarterback. <laughs>
2: I don't there think. are going to be good quarterbacks again. There will and be. And we can wait three more rounds.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Kenny
2: Galladay off the... Oh, Jamie
0: took Kenny Galladay. All right. Corlin Sutton off the board. And Beckham off the board to start round six. I'm going to suspend the draft really quickly and just review round five. This will be a quick suspension here. Round five, Evans. You're going to... This is a wide receiver round. Good wide receivers in this round Evans, Lockett, Chase, Miles Gaskin, Thielen, Mike Davis, Josh Allen, Deontay Johnson, Kyle Pitts, Lamar Jackson, Kenny Galladay, and Cortland Sutton. I mean, Jamie, this just tells you everything about the way drafts are shaping up right now. The two running backs that went in round five are two guys who, who have such, such crazy ranges of outcomes in Miles Gaskin and Mike Davis. You do get Kyle Pitts and basically Mark Andrews, who was the last pick of round four, could have easily been the first pick of round five. And you get Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, and the rest are just these these very good wide receivers. This is a wide receiver range here. Evans, Lockett, Chase, Thielen, Johnson, Galladay, Sutton. Right? I mean, I, I'm sorry if I summed it up, if you want to add to that, but this is how the drafts are shaping up. This is a wide receiver range.
1: 100%. And, and this is, again, why we say you can wait on the position. It's... uh. You know, look, not all these guys are going to be great, you know. I mean, Galladay concerned me even though I took him, uh, you know, just with the change of teams. Um, uh, you know, Sutton, Beckham, you know, they they have their, their clearly flaws coming off, you know, significant injuries. I love the Deontay Johnson pick. I hope he, I was hoping he was going to last uh, a few more spots to me. I would have taken Kyle Pitts as well if he made it that far. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a great round for wide receivers. And I do think the running backs are, are still pretty solid here. You know, Gaskin to me is somebody I would have taken in round four, to be honest with you. Oh, really? I'm gonna take a uh, a luxury picker and a guy that I keep moving up my rankings, um, and you're gonna hate it. Javante Williams, you were were swayed by the Denver Post the other day. Well, I think you just look at what the uh, what the upside could be. I mean, look, he 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 should challenge for the starting job, and he could easily win it. You know, it wouldn't be a surprise, and he's gonna get work. And so, like the guys I have him ranked around right now, Chase Edmonds, that's. A timeshare if everybody's healthy. Michael Carter, I don't know. You know, I, I like him a lot. But I think if Williams gets that job, he's better with the Broncos than Carter is with the Jets. And so, you know, I, I'm going to take my chances on that. So I keep moving, like I said, Williams <laughs> higher and higher. And uh, that's kind of where I stopped was at the Edmonds-Carter spot when I last updated my rankings. And now that I look at it, I'm like, you know, I have two good running backs in Jones and Chubb. Let me take a luxury pick and see if it comes comes out on the right side of things.
0: All right, so we have Beckham, which is very early, 61st overall. Javante Williams, Kareem Hunt, T. Higgins, DJ Chark. Oh, man, I don't really like seeing Beckham and Chark in round six, Jamie. They don't feel like round six picks to me.
1: What about you? What other receivers are better than them? You know, Devontae Smith, I know somebody that you like. Um, you know, Juju and Claypool still being there. I actually consider I Claypool as well. I would take
0: both of them over Beckham and Chark. I would, too. I would, too.
1: Um, fact, Tyler Boyd you know half PPR still gets value here Robbie Anderson Jerry Judy um, those guys have you know certainly plenty of upside as well
0: oh alright Trager we're on the clock here we go Zeke Harris Davis Woods and McLaurin should we go Claypool or Kyler or
1: what Kyler Murray. yeah baby alright it, it worked
0: out it worked out I was gonna take him around earlier you thank you this is, for this, this your is patience. you know
1: when you take a quarterback early I took the first one in Mahomes. this is when you regret it when you see these things happen
0: yeah yeah it happens every time, but you can't. You have to know that going in, or you have to be prepared for that. Justin Herbert before Dak Prescott before Russell Wilson. Interesting. Um, all right, Juju's off the board right after Chark. So it went Higgins, Chark, Juju, then Kyler, then Herbert. Uh, I'm getting ready. I'll, I'll tell everybody about uh, my. Oh yes, I'll tell everybody about my team. Sorry, narcissist here. McCaffrey, Gibson, Jefferson, Evans, like and you. Andrews. <laughs> Um, hold on. About to have an auto pick. I'm up in four picks. Uh right, whatever. Why don't we look at why don't we look at CJ Ladd's team? Because he's on the clock right now. Big ladiator. He's got Derrick Henry, Miles Gaskin, Darren Waller, AJ Brown, and Chris Godwin. Solid squad. What's he gonna do? Chase Claypool. There you go. Pick. Yeah, so that's he doesn't have a quarterback yet, but his starting lineup is Henry and Gaskins. Brown, Claypool, and Godwin, and Darren Waller. I mean, that's a really good team. I really like that team. How about the third team? The third pick? That was who? That was David Arnott, who should name his team Ready Arnott. He has <laughs> Kamara, Clyde Edwards-Elair, like Ridley, <laughs> Ridley Chase and Ayuk, and Robbie Anderson. I don't really love the Robbie Anderson pick there as his fourth receiver. When Ayuk, is, when Ayuk and Chase are already his third receiver. There's just a little bit too much uncertainty there. Um, don't love that team as much as the other one we read. All right, uh, what was the last pick? Last pick was Chase Edmonds, so I am on the clock. And let's give myself 30 new seconds there so I can cheat a little bit. Do I go with Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson? I think no.
1: No? One of two picks?
0: Yeah, I probably should, right? All right, I'm going to go with DeVonte Smith and a quarterback. I'm getting pretty I'm getting pretty interested in Devontae Smith. I find myself drafting him a lot. It took him 72nd overall. And yeah, let's go Dak Prescott. So that would be Dak, McCaffrey, Gibson, Evans, Jefferson or Jefferson, Evans and Smith and Mark Andrews. Yeah. Where would you when would you take Devontae Smith? I think he was the highest in your ranking, so I guess 72nd overall sounds good to you.
1: Yeah, he's in this, you know, He's in that range of, you know, certainly DJ Chark and Odell Beckham, you know, so, you know, you could argue that he has more upside than both of those guys, but, um, you know, rookie receivers, as we've seen, you know, the the last couple of years, the high end ones have hit, but, uh, you know, is, is uh, Jalen Hurts the type of quarterback to get the most out of him? That's what we're going to find out. Tom
0: Brady off the board before Russell Wilson. Um, Dallas Goddard is the next pick. And that wasn't the Waller manager, was it, who took Goddard? I don't think so.
1: I think now the other I think you manager- know, just just going back to your team for a second. Uh-huh. Um, if if we pull it up, this is something I don't think we talk enough about um that we probably should. Look at what you've done with this team. Look at what you've done. <laughs> yeah. Are you scolding me? No, it's great. Oh, you know, you. And, and I think this is something that, you know, I I certainly fall victim to and and I need to do a better job of. You have – assuming everybody is is healthy, forget about what they could do on the field in terms – like you could see the bust potential maybe for Antonio Gibson, Evans, and Smith, right? You could see what, what could go sure. wrong for those guys. Um, but if you're just going based on track record, Dak has top five potential. McCaffrey has number one potential. Um, Gibson has top 20, top 15 potential. Your three receivers, if they do what they're capable of doing, Jefferson, you know, coming close to what he did a year ago. Mike Evans doing what he typically does. Andrew's doing what he typically does. You have cornerstones. And the waiver wire is going to determine so many different things about fantasy rosters. Like, if you have a good core, as opposed to a lot of depth, because think about what the depth usually ends up happening, right? Like, if you go, let's say you didn't take Prescott, you didn't take Andrews, right? And you had... um a uh, uh, third running back there and a uh, fourth wide receiver. Yeah. They're probably going to help you at some point.
0: Yeah, right. Because, I mean, it's a risk. It, I'm going early, to be, I'm going to enough thin. In,
1: yeah. in the draft. But you have league winners?
0: Right. Right, right. Like, you have to, you know, you leave the draft going, well, I'm pretty thin at running back. I might be a little thin at wide receiver, although I think I can make up for that later. But I've got a top five tight end. I've got a top five quarterback. I've got Christian McCaffrey. Bottom line is, Drafting number one is where it, people say, "Where would you want to draft?" I want to draft number one. I think McCaffrey is just such a help. He's almost two running backs in one. He's so good. So, um, yeah, thank you, Jamie. I appreciate it. And but I was even I like, you know, I just
1: did the write up of the the Tuesday draft that we did, the Superflex draft. You know, and so like Nando's team, for example, for anybody who watched. So can Nando, we, uh, can we
0: just it, have Schrager make this pick real quick? Yep. Good. Kyler, Zeke, Najee, Woods, McLaurin, Mike Davis. What's our next pick?
2: You like Debo there?
0: I hate Debo, actually. I will not draft him at all. <laughs> I don't like the tight ends here. Jerry, Jerry, Judy, Brandon. I'd take Brandon Cooks personally, but you tell I'd me. i take
2: the- Judy or
1: Cooks. Let's go Cooks.
0: All right. Yeah, Debo is a no-go for me. All right. Sorry, Jamie. Go ahead. Nando's team.
1: No, so Nando, you know, again, super flex. So take that into account. But, you know, Nando has, he had Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson and Robert Woods. That's the core of his team and George Kittle. That's the core of his team in a three receiver PPR league. Mm -hmm. Awesome, right? (laughs) Well, without
0: the super flex factor. Yeah. But his quarterbacks are probably on paper, the worst
1: group or close to on paper, the worst group. Right. But again, you know, core, like what's the core of your team? So now again, if he had taken one quarterback in that mix, right? If not two, it's a different team. Now, Say, tell, tell
0: everybody who his quarterbacks are, just you know, for reference. His
1: quarterbacks are Daniel Jones, Tua Tagovailoa, and Carson Wentz. Right. So that's that's the one side of it. So he went away from the Superflex. Then you have Joe Pisapia's team um, from Fantasy Pros, and he started his team with two quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and Ryan Tannehill. Then he went Najee Harris and Chris Carson. Right. Then his top receivers were... Amari Cooper and Jamar Chase. Now he I took Chase, I think, a little too soon from my opinion, because like DJ Moore was still on the board, for example. Um, but again, that's the core of his team. He has a good core, right? Yeah, very. So it's like, do you want to have more, you know, it it's like I, I don't know, like getting into taking quarterbacks early is something that we should maybe be a little bit more in tune with because if those guys are who they are, you know, the top five. Does it make you a little bit more solidify with your roster?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I was planning on doing an episode at some point where I, I have in my mind four or five major questions that I need to figure out in the next month. It's not to say that I'm completely clueless about them, but I need to really figure out where I land on them um, mm-hmm. before I feel completely 100 percent comfortable drafting. Obviously, like I can do a draft right now and come away with a team that I like. But one of the questions is, how much separation is there between the top five or six mobile quarterbacks and the Brady's and the Rodgers and the Stafford's of the world? I don't really put Stafford with Brady and Rodgers, but a lot, but a lot of people do. Um, and my my theory is that you know last year there wasn't really a huge difference. I mean, you you could have you, obviously Rodgers was amazing, and Brady, once he got Antonio Brown, he was the third best quarterback uh, per game. But um, this year, my, my concern with waiting is that if all of the passing stats come down from last year, which was a historic season, the, most high, the highest scoring season in NFL history, if all of the passing stats come down, well, that's just going to make the mobile quarterbacks even better. And it is going to put some distance between them and the guys who don't run at all. So I have to figure out if I want to spend a fifth or a sixth round pick on Kyler Murray or Dak Prescott or if I want to spend a ninth round pick on Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Jalen Hurts something like that. Yeah, but
1: it's not fifth or sixth, it's third or fourth because that's most drafts how they're going to go.
0: Truthfully, Jamie, I never I don't play with in any leagues like that. Like all my leagues are CBS. But but you're but you're right. Um but we'll see. I mean, this didn't happen in this draft with our listeners, right? I mean, they, they basically waited until rounds five through seven to take these quarterbacks, other than Mahomes. True, true. So, yeah, we'll see how that shapes up. But, but I, basically, I have to figure out which tier of quarterback I, I want. Uh, so I think I can put together a winning roster with either tier. I do think that the, the mobile quarterbacks...
1: But you are also talking about while the passing numbers could come down. Brady's still going to be among the lead leaders in passing if he's healthy. Stafford has a chance to be among the lead leaders in passing, you know, if things go right with the transition to a new team. You know, you're talking about two guys that are proven. And I love, one- I
0: love Tom Brady.
1: I know you do. I can't I stop drafting Tom Brady. <laughs> right, but it's. I think it's more along the lines of like, you know, what will Rodgers look like? Yeah. You know, uh, on a team that is going to be balanced, what will? uh Joe Burrow look like? What will Trevor Lawrence look like? You know, those guys that are at the back end of that. Justin Herbert, you know, what is he going to look like?
0: But you you basically wait for you don't get a lot of the top six quarterbacks, do you?
1: I don't typically draft that way. You know, like this, right. the, the way that just the draft fell at the end of the third round that Mahomes was there. Okay, I'll take a, sh- a shot on it, you know, not not knowing who I'm drafting against. You know, typically in most of my leagues, obviously, I know the people that I'm drafting with. Um, so you get a feel for it. Um, so that kind of changes things. But I think you know, if you, if you would I, I, you know, hindsight, if you would have told me that Josh Allen would still be there two rounds later, or uh, Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray would have fallen to where they fell, I obviously would not have taken Mahomes by any stretch. All right, let's uh, let's review. But I also like I'm a Jalen Hurts guy, you know, so like I yes. I tend to wait him out.
0: Uh, when you take Jalen Hurts, do you find yourself drafting a second quarterback early or no?
1: Never early. Um, I'll always kind of look at the board and again, it's knowing who I'm drafting with. So when I'm drafting, you know, obviously most of the drafts that I'm doing right now, I'm doing with, you know, my colleagues. Mm-hmm. So I know that I don't have to take a second quarterback because I'll look at the waiver wire and there's Fitzpatrick and Roethlisberger and you know, the, some of the young guys that's the potential, like, you know, Tua and Daniel Jones and whatever. And, um, you know, so I could either piece it together with a veteran or I can go with, uh, you know, the saints guys are usually undrafted. So, it, it's all a matter of you know just knowing who you're who you're in the league with. But um, if I see that there's a ton of you know number two quarterbacks going up, like we had this conversation in particular, because you took Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers, right? In our magazine, yes, draft? yep. And, very happy
0: with that, <laughs> huh? Very happy with that,
1: right? You're happy with that, but it could be frustrating as well because you're not going to know which guy to play every week, and you could make some wrong decisions, and then that's going to eat up a roster spot that's for you true. where you can't you can't drop them.
0: Um that that's a good point.
1: Now I drafted my my starting quarterback is Burrow. And I've already gotten one trade offer for somebody who did something similar really? to you. The 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 fantasy manager who drafted um I think it was Russell Wilson and Tom Brady offered me Tom Brady and Terry McLaurin playing on my heartstrings. <laughs> um Tom Brady and Terry McLaurin for uh Justin Jefferson and Gus Edwards. Now, I like that trade on paper because I, I think it's close enough. Oh, God. Have-
0: that's like, that's a landslide win, Brady and McLaurin.
1: Well, it's a landslide win right now.
0: Unless Dobbins gets hurt.
1: But I know And that's that exactly trade. why I'm not making the trade. Because if Dobbins gets hurt in training camp, I'm going to be kicking myself that I <laughs> gave away the starting running back to the race. Oh, man. So- all
0: right. All right. Um, all right. Listen, we're going to take a quick break here on fantasy football today. We've been talking a while about strategy. So when we come back, I will recap rounds eight round seven and eight. We are now into round nine, round seven and eight. Somebody said in the chat, man, Adam sure drafts better than you'd think he would. What is that? Come on. (laughs) Um, All right. So we'll recap round seven and eight when we come back on Fantasy Football Today.
1: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: Welcome back. Hope you're enjoying this live mock draft. This is a 12-team half PPR league starting three wide receivers and a flex. Uh, I can try to – I don't know. You're going to write about this, Jamie? Yes. Do you know when you'll publish it?
1: Uh, I'm sure it'll be up by Friday.
0: All right. So whenever it's published, I'll put a link in the episode description. That might be after you listen to it. I apologize for that. But whenever it's published, I'll put a link. If you want to see it, though, you go to youtube.com slash fantasy football today and you can watch it all unfold. Uh, so round seven, I had the first pick. Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Dallas Goddard, Ryan Tannehill, Tyler Boyd, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Melvin Gordon, Russell Wilson, remember Javante Williams way off the board at this point. Russell Wilson. Wilson going after Dak, Brady, and Tannehill in this round. Uh this pick I really don't like. Devin Singletary. You feel you agree with me? Yeah. 82nd overall.
1: Jerry Judy. You know, I mean I'm a Zach Moss guy too. So
0: and I just I just took Zach Moss ninety seventh overall. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was the last pick of round seven. So, all right, rounds six, seven were big quarterback rounds. Round eight was Noah Fant, Michael Carter to Jamie, James Conner, Raheem Mostert. I got to say, I, really, Leonard Fournette, Damian Harris, James Robinson, this is really not that bad of a running back round. Um, round eight, obviously, they're not all going to hit. Some of them are going to be busts, whatever, but... So it's Fant, then it's Carter, Connor, Michael Carter, James Connor, Raheem Mostert, Irv Smith, Leonard Fournette, Damian Harris, James Robinson, Marvin Jones, Joe Burrow, David Johnson, and Zach Moss. I think you've got useful players there, Jamie. Talk about these running backs in round eight.
1: I mean, I was thrilled to get Michael Carter there. I considered him where I took Javante Williams. So I like Michael Carter's upside a lot. Um, you look at, you know, Mostert is another one that I think is going to go very undervalued if he stays in that lead role for the 49ers. Uh, you know, Fournette and, and um, Robinson are in crowded backfields now, but, you know, they still should be the best guys. Well, not not the best guys there, but Fournette should be the best guy there, and Robinson still has value, so half PPR certainly still benefits him. Uh, I love Zach Moss and what he hopefully will do for the Bills. Um, the interesting one to me is Damian Harris, because I think he could be really special if he gets the job for the Patriots. But you still have James White in the passing down situation. You still have Cam Newton stealing goal line opportunities. And you still have Ramondre Stevenson, who's getting a lot of buzz. So it's a huge if that Harris is going to be that type of player. But uh, I like his situation because I think the Patriots are going to run the ball a lot.
0: I, that was actually my pick that I made for Team 6. Didn't even consult Saul Trager. I, we were have we were deep in thought.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Shrek. I like the pick, too.
0: Yeah, I like Damian Harris. I think he's really good, and I, I hope to see Mac Jones there because I do think that will free up some of those goal line touchdowns. I do. Yeah, Jamie, you make a good point there about about Cam Newton. Damian Harris got very unlucky with Cam Newton rushing touchdowns, and Cam had twelve of them, so that's not going to repeat. I mean, that was a ridiculous rate for him. No, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I, I would be. I would take the under there, but uh, I mean, it's going to be ten. All right, so now we're into round. Nine. I don't know. What's How many times has he had 10 rushing touchdowns? I feel like that was his second season of his career with 10. Uh,
2: how many times has he thrown like two touchdown passes all year? Like that. Yeah. That's probably going to happen again.
0: That's true. All right. Uh, so, round nine, I took Zach Moss to end round eight and I took Trey Sermon to end round nine. And those are running backs three and four for me. So, Jamie likes my team with Dak and Andrews, but this is the price you pay if McCaffrey gets hurt or if uh, Gibson gets hurt. It's Zach Moss and Trey Sermon for me. All right, let's resume the draft here with pick ninety-eight but, overall. But but
1: again, like you know, if if you lose McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard doesn't go get get drafted or gets drafted and gets dropped three weeks into the season because that's likely as a backup running back who's never going to touch the ball, mm-hmm. you're spending all your fab on him depending on the injury for McCaffrey. Or if Gibson goes down, you're spending your fab on. Hey, Barbara, yes. <laughs> 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 but you know what I mean? Like you have yeah, the opportunity to, to get guys that are going to be available. It's to you. fine. I'm fine
0: with it. I mean, it's, it's, it's just pointing out the drawbacks, but there's a lot. Um, I'm all right. We had an auto pick of Debo Samuel, but I'm leaving it. Cause this is a perfectly fine time for Debo Samuel.
1: Uh, three times in his career, Cam Newton, 10 or more tests. Three times.
0: Okay. Curtis Samuel after Debo Samuel, then Ronald Jones. Did the Fournette drafter take ronald jones or did someone else do it does it make sense to take to lock up a backfield with your eighth and ninth picks
2: it was a different guy it was a different guy
0: he has henry gaskin and ronald jones is actually his third running back okay
2: i'm gonna step in here and make this pick adam
0: all right all right what do we got
2: logan thomas he's the last tight end in this tier
0: okay um, Adam hates that pick. I hate it. Murray, sure. Zeke. <laughs> I just don't do tight end here. I don't do tight end here. At this point, not a huge difference for me between Logan Thomas and any flyer. Troutman, Ingram, anyone who we're going to pick up off the waiver wire that I could literally get with my last or second to last pick. Make the pick. Oh, I thought Schrager was doing it. I'm sorry. Oh,
2: man. Now you give me Higby? Even worse. Oh,
0: Higby. Yeah, we, that's who we should take. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, sorry. So you want Logan Thomas here?
1: Yes, sir. Okay. That is James. Right, this is what it's like sharing a team with him.
2: Uh, I'm letting him do I couldn't do it. it for a full season.
1: I couldn't do it. <laughs> and we do it, we do it for baseball, so I usually defer to him. Hey, we're in first place. just fine because it's baseball. It's, it's we're, baseball. We're doing we great. Shared 50, I, 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 he would be in trouble if we shared a team of football. No, it would go smoother than you think. Well, I know it would because you used my rankings. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Daryl Henderson off the board. Daryl Henderson is probably not someone that has any value unless Akers gets hurt. Agree or disagree?
1: He has value. He's not gonna have week in, week out value, but he has I think I think he'll play enough. I don't think it's gonna be the total so? Cam Akers show.
0: All right. Uh Deshaun Watson off the board. Uh after Logan Thomas. I don't know who picked Logan Thomas. Henderson, Deshaun Watson, Kenyon Drake.
1: what I'm going to do in the write-up? I'm changing team one to Ben's team (laughs) and this team to your team. (laughs) I I like this
0: team. This team's fine. Let me see Tony's team. He took Kenyon Drake. I just want to know if he has Josh Jacobs. Uh, Tony's team is... Why can't I find Tony's team? There he is. His team name is literally his his first and last name. Uh, He does not have Josh Jacobs. He has Carson and Miles Sanders. Raheem Mostert, Kenyon Drake. Devante Parker is the next pick. Jamie is up. He takes Marquise Brown. Okay. What do you think the chances are of us at some point just moving Bateman ahead of Brown?
1: Preseason? Yeah. Never for me. Um, I don't think for Dave. Um, Dave's obviously very high on Marquise Brown. I, I just think that maybe in full PPR, if he has such a tremendous training camp in preseason, but... I think Marquise Brown is still the established number one receiver there, number two target behind Andrews, but number one receiver. All
0: right, here comes Michael Gallup to end round nine, and we are and this worked out round fantastic
1: 10. for me. I'm going to tell you after he takes it. So it actually worked out great because there were three receivers that I wanted. I got one of them in Marquise Brown. I'm going to take the second one now. It's your favorite receiver. It's LaVisca Chenault. It's the <laughs> third, the third one would have been Antonio Brown. Um, so I like all of these guys, but getting Marquise Brown and Chenault was. Uh, Exactly how I wanted it to play out. So with Chenault, when we had, we had
0: a kind of a spirited argument about Chenault on one of our Tuesday night streams, but I think he was uh, picked in the 80s or the 90s at that point. He just went 111th, 110th. So, you know, I'm, not, I'm certainly... I think we're all happy to get players we like 20 picks later. <laughs>
1: so yeah. Congratulations. And I've seen some people, you know, some analysts uh, saying that Chenault should be drafted ahead of DJ Chark. I'm not there yet, but... I mean, Chennault might be the best Jaguars receiver.
0: Absolutely. And he's the third one because Marvin Jones was was selected already too. So in this draft, he's a third to go. Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, that's another one I don't really love. I just don't see him. I, I, I don't see him unless Jones and Fournette are both hurt. I don't think he gets carries really. And then how many cat? Yeah, I don't know. I don't love Bernard there.
1: I think even if they're hurt, it's not necessarily guaranteed that it's him. Should be. Right. But I don't think it's guaranteed.
0: Antonio Brown is the pick here. Pick 112 overall.
1: I mean, that's the it, thing. It, the thing about Gio is he's going to play a lot because I think Brady's going to want that type of player on the field.
0: If you just look at Antonio Brown's targets compared to Godwin and Evans, I, I mean, picking him 112th overall makes so much
1: sense. Uh, Schrager, I would have been very happy if he was the one that I settled for.
0: Oh, instead of Chenault. All right, Trager we got. Kyler Murray, Zeke, Najee, Woods, Cooks, McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Mike Davis, <laughs> David Harris. What do you think? A little wide receiver depth here.
2: Yeah, the Pitman or Gage.
0: Oh, or we got Waddle. Yeah, let's go Pitman.
2: Right, Pitman, uh, it is. Give me one
0: second though. Where's uh? Pitman is on our team. A guy who had basically one good game. <laughs> Michael Pittman did almost nothing last year, and he was an underneath receiver running a lot of out of the slot, um, which really I don't think he should be. And uh, I'm yeah, I'm excited to draft him. You know, I'm excited.
1: This, this could be one though, like where and I think everybody across the board is is Pittman over Hilton in the industry, certainly consensus wise. Yeah. This could be one where like, why did I draft <laughs> Michael Pittman over T.Y. Hilton? <laughs> I,
0: don't, I think Hilton went already today, right?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, he's off the board.
0: Got to have the rookie receivers come off the board soon. Um,
1: the rest of the rookie receivers.
0: Jalen Waddle, yeah. Jalen Waddle just went. James White just went. This is a half PPR league. White probably would have went a little sooner. In a full PPR league, he went 117th overall. We are waiting on pick 118 from Believe It or Not. Jamie, uh, his dad joke game has gotten so good that he doesn't even laugh at something that is, you know, something that clever. Is David or not ready or not? I did laugh. Yeah. All right. But you were upset with yourself for laughing. Yeah, a little bit. All right. My team's on deck. Dak Prescott, McCaffrey, and Gibson. Justin Jefferson, Mike Evans, Devontae Smith, Mark Andrews, and Zach Moss and Trey Sermon. One of those guys is my flex right now. But which one? Moss it has to be Moss. I think. I I, I think. Uh, I could see Moss really becoming a riser. What do you think? You know, I I feel like there's going to be some buzz on him and not so much on Singletary. Speaking of risers, I'm about to take Mike Williams.
1: I'm a big Zach Moss fan. I think uh, I made that pretty clear. Um, I like his uh, potential. I liked him last year. Um, I regretfully in, uh, in a dynasty league rookie only draft, I took him over Antonio Gibson, (laughs) but that was before, uh, the Washington football team had made some personnel moves, but that's one I regret in any event. Uh, Zach Moss is somebody that uh, I hoped would have a bigger role in Buffalo. He started to take on that role, three of his final four regular season games, not including week 17 when they didn't have much to play for. Um, he had 13 or more carries. He's not going to do much in the passing game, but I think he has a chance to, to steal a few touchdowns from Josh Allen inside the five, um, inside the 10, and prove that he's better than... Devin Singletary. So uh, the addition of Matt Breida as the only player that they brought in, I think is a good scenario for him to have that type of breakout campaign.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Um, but he really took over down the stretch, including in the playoffs before he got hurt. Yep. Um, You know? Yeah. So week 13 Singletary had 18 carries for 61 yards didn't do very much with those 18 carries. And then, oh wait, I probably have to make a pick here. Sorry. Oh, no, not up yet. Uh Mike Williams was the first pick of round eleven, followed by Jalen Hurts. No, I'm sorry. Mike Williams was the last pick of round 10. Then I took Jalen Hurts with the next pick to start round eleven. Russell Gage, miko Hardman. But John- oh, why take Jalen Hurts? Look, I see I see Jalen Hurts available at 121st overall. I know I have Dak Prescott. I have to take him. But it's, why? You're never going to play him. I disagree. You you never know. You, you've got Dak Prescott who's coming back from a serious injury. Jalen Hurts might be better than him. Jalen Hurts has, has the potential to be the Lamar Jackson, the Kyler Murray of this season. You know, I can't pass up the okay. best player available. Emmanuel Sanders is the pick. All right, Schrager, we're up. What are we doing?
2: Do you still hate Mooney a lot?
0: My philosophy is I don't like Number two wide receivers on teams with bad passing offenses, but this is your team too, so.
2: I'll go Mooney.
0: All right. Mooney! uh! That's my Ferris Bueller. All right. Anyway, um, let me go back to my Zach Moss note here. Moss had 41 carries in the last four regular season games. um, And Singletary had 28. In the first game of the playoffs, Zach Moss had seven carries and four catches, and then he hurt his ankle. At that point, Devin Singletary had two carries and one catch. So I really believe that he was taking over that, you know, he was he was favored down the stretch. And uh it's something to keep an eye on going into camp. Jamie is up. Let's see Jamie's team. All right. Jamie's got Mahomes, Aaron Jones, and Nick Chubb. CeeDee Lamb, Galladay, and Judy. No tight end yet.
1: See, so Williams. you took you took Jalen Hurts, right?
0: <laughs> I was going to take Pollard if I didn't take
1: Hurts. Yeah, see I, to me like that's more Pollard. of a league winner for a team that has an established quarterback.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Um potentially or a potentially useless pick. You know?
1: But I have to I don't have to worry about necessarily carrying, you know, I could carry him without the the I'm trying to think how I phrase this the right way. You wasted a pick. <laughs> <laughs> We've got three rounds left here.
0: No, look, Pollard was the one. I, I think that in reality, I have a harder time keeping Pollard on my team than Hurts. If we were actually playing this team out and the weeks were going by. That's not.
1: You have a harder time keeping Pollard on your team because if you give up Hurts, you're giving up a starter potentially right away.
0: Right, right, exactly. So, you know, Pollard has a chance to get dropped and not get picked up. If, he's just, if Zeke's staying healthy and Pollard's just getting six carries a game or something like that, Hertz is getting picked up. And so Hertz would have more trade value than Pollard, assuming no Zeke injury. I just think, look, I think that NFL teams should probably take a more best player available approach to drafts. And I try to incorporate that sometimes in fantasy too. And at that point, you know, I'm just getting bench players. I've already got Moss and uh, I've already got two bench running backs. Actually, one of them's a flex. Um, no, I've got two bench running backs. So Pollard would have been my third bench running back. Yeah, I just took best player available. That's basically what it comes down to for me. I know you, re- yeah. you and I, you and I are very philosophically very similar. I've learned a lot from you, but this is one thing where <laughs> you really disagree with me. Ooh, oh
1: wait, Goldman <laughs> just got drafted. Yep. Um, I, I, I like if you had taken. You wasted a pick. <laughs> if you had taken a different quarterback, though, like you're never benching Dak. You never know that. It's is Isn't it possible that, that Jalen Hurts is better than Dak? It is possible, but you're not going to make that decision until six or seven weeks into the season. And then how about like,
0: this? Wait, how about this? What but if, if Zeke got hurt... Wh- what if Dak got hurt? You sit here and you play the, the Zeke got hurt game, I'd have Tony Pollard. But if Dak got hurt, I'd have
1: Jalen Hurts. What like, if Dak and Zeke got hurt? And you'd have... <laughs> Matthew Stafford and Tony Pollard.
0: I mean that in theory would be better. I will give you that, but you're just Hertz has too much upside for me to not take him
1: 121st overall. I'm not disagreeing with that, but then don't take Dak.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't take Dak. I didn't take Dak in round five, seven. knowing seven. Oh, nice. Yeah. Knowing that Jalen Hurts was going to be available. In round eleven,
1: obviously All right, no more no more suspending picks. You gotta let it go.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I keep trying to let people draft, but I think we're just yeah. gonna finish up here.
1: You can let them know in the chat. Okay. Auto picks will stand.
0: All right, Stragger, you and I are gonna make a pick after this auto pick.
1: Daryl pretty- Williams, Gabe
2: Davis. You okay with either one of those? Um.
0: No. <laughs> Well, right, yeah, right, we'll not, Gabri- not Gabriel Davis. Not Gabriel Davis. <laughs> yeah, I think Daryl. Rondale.
2: Mo- oh, well, we don't have to take Gabriel Davis because he just went.
0: All right, yeah, I think Daryl Williams is a good pick.
2: All right, let's do it. A little
0: flyer there. Good job. And, uh, all right, let's review our teams. Why don't we do that? With the first pick, I took McCaffrey, Gibson in round two, and Jefferson in round three at the turn. Although, if I had to pick, I'd take Jefferson first. So, um, my quarterback is Dak Prescott. I have Mike Evans, Jefferson, and Devontae Smith at wide receiver. I have McCaffrey and Gibson at running back. I have Mark Andrews. My flex week one is going to be Mike Williams. Zach Moss, Trey Sermon, and Jalen Hurts are on my bench. Jamie had the 11th pick. Jamie has Mahomes, Nick Chubb, and Aaron Jones, Lamb, Galladay, and Judy. Javante Williams as his flex. On the bench, Michael Carter, John Brown, Tony Pollard, Marquise Brown, LaVisca Chenault. Really high upside bench, big time. No tight end right now. Shagger, okay. what do you think about Jamie's team? You like it? Oh, who the hell takes Chuba Hubbard, you loser? Oh, <laughs> that's annoying. That was going to be my next pick, but he just went to pick. I before.
2: like his team, and I mean... You punt on tight end, you get one higher upside bench player. That's kind of the difference between that I's team with Logan Thomas and Jamie's team right here.
1: Jamie's team, yeah. I mean, the only loaded. thing that I need to obviously happen is I need you know. There's question marks at the receiver spot. You know, if they if they hit, it's great. Um, Galladay switching teams, and you know, we know what that story is. Judy's got some quarterback issues, and some now more competition for targets. Uh, Lamb, I feel the best about, but that's kind of why I invested in Chenault and Marquise Brown and John Brown. You know, I mean, any of those guys could be capable starters. And I'm just going to take two tight ends next. You know, that that's um, that's how i finish out my roster. Um, you know, so whoever, uh, whoever the top two with the most upside slash best week one matchup is, that's the route I'll go.
2: Tanyan, Johnny Smith, gisicki Troutman, Jarwin, Cole Komet, all on the board. Who are your yeah. top two there?
1: Uh, Troutman would be one. Um, and then, you know, I'll just uh, probably go for the most upside, depending on how it all, you know, plays out. If Troutman is still there, you know, if it's not Troutman, I could take you know Janu. Um, I'm a, I'm a still Blake Jarwin guy. Tanyan is is one of those guys. Like I feel like I have to rank him in a certain spot as opposed to not drafting him. He just scares me because of the Roger situation for one, and then.
0: Are you really you know. calling him Tanyan right now?
1: Tanyan, is, is sorry, that what I heard?
0: come on now, Tanyan. Be be a professional here.
1: Tunyon scares me uh, because of his 59 targets last year.
0: Hey, did you see who the Athletic has as the Green Bay Packers breakout player? Amari Rodgers. Yes, sir. You just wait. I'm not going to be able to get Amari Rodgers in any drafts because everyone's going to be all over him. Might be. I took him in this draft. All right, um, we can wrap it up here. I'll go so over some of the most recent picks. Pick uh, Round 12 looked like this. McKissick, John Brown, Gallman, Beasley, Corey Davis, Gabriel Davis, Daryl Williams, Tevin Coleman, Eric Ebron, Chuba Hubbard, Henry Ruggs, Marlon Mack. And then round 13, Amari Rogers, Jared Cook, Kenneth Gainwell, Gronkowski, Ramondre Stevenson, Paris Campbell, Mike Gasicki, Gerald Everett, and Rashad Penny. All right. And Jamie's almost on the clock. And that's going to do it for fantasy football today. Again, Jamie's going to write a story about this. So we will, when it gets published, I will put it in the episode recap in the episode description. Um, until then, if you want to see it, youtube.com/slash fantasy football today. Please check that out. Please nominate us on podcastawards.com. And thank you so much for spending over an hour with us listening to this mock draft. I hope it was helpful. Jamie, Ben, thank you guys very much. We will talk to you later on FFU.